Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the No Show Theater. It's non-stop mission to explore new artists, to seek out new styles and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. forward to this conversation in specific because um what we think about god and then most of us have seen that movie the matrix right i would hope so so i hope so but are we actually living the matrix and thinking we're praying to god when we're playing to whatever the leader in, in the matrix a machine that's the question you know so are we living and in like a we- simulation or something yeah, are we living in a mode that we can't explain? But you see movies like The Matrix and like, how much does it relate to real life? You know, especially current day society matri- uh, ideas and constructs. Like, we're being trafficked and funneled to follow one way. People call it the New World Order. Some people talk about the Illuminati. Some people talk about you know, the skulls, whatever you want to call it. Are they trying to be gods here on earth, you know, or in this dimension and whatever people want to take it as? And how are we just losing ourselves little by little? You know what I mean? So when I looked up the word, the matrix, I was kind of curious on it just in itself alone. It said something within or from which something else originates, develops, or takes form so when I read on to that it just kind of breaks it down into an idea for me like we as a human race we as individuals we come up with this ideal um, or in another sense ideology to help us live in this system that has felt either weighted down on us or maybe you know there was a lot of lies that's being foretold within each one of the public schools, college, hell, maybe even at the, the corporate level, there's so much lies that we all have to deal with on a daily basis. And to understand that the matrix is something within or from which something else originates, it kind of puts us on a, I guess, in the gray area, because you find people who see things the way you do. You find people who may not see the same as you. And it becomes an issue because you always have this. How can I say it? This this loathe, this 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 disdain for somebody that might come up with the same ideal as you, but may not see it as the same way as you do. As far right. as work, businesses, um, you know, the understanding of what a corporation truly is, just the hidden messages, man. It really it really hits me home. And how does that also translate into religion? How are the operation? I mean, believe it or not, most churches in America are corporations, nonprofit corporations. How does that translate to to uh, theologies that we want to find? Like, we're like when I think about religion, why do we get into it? It's like kind of like an insurance policy so that when you pass away, you know you're going to be all right. 
and see there's this this illusion thinking that if you if you believe in this you're going to grant security of infamy in your life force forever mm-hmm. so how does and what no show's talking about is how does that relate in business our friendships our relationships of love our partners our children how does it all relate what do you, what are we selling to or selling out for that would be that's a, great on a lot of people's minds yeah <laughs> you want to know that, we like, want that okay, ticket, man. yeah you want to know that when you die you're you're just done and that nothing is ever is going to come of it so people have created some kind of alternative narrative guaranteeing a continuance you know let me ask you this real quick go ahead how do you see the newer generation walking into a church how do they how do you feel that they think of church place that's it just a place place. just a place so you don't think They're, that these new millennials don't they look at churches just like another you know another classroom they don't look at it as anything rewarding more something that gives them that gratification right um i don't know i've talked to some young ones and some of them are all on fire as they call it for jesus and that's fine i believe in god i believe that christ exists i believe the powers of god using you know, real human beings as his ambassadors, but it's the level they take it to of how they get people to do and hurt each other in the name of God, you know? And, and if you look at it, no place, if you look at the Bible and you really read it, people that have gotten close to God's idea knows that they would never want to destroy or hurt another human being, period. But yet they'll make exceptions for strife and, and problems to go to battle in the name of God. Now, there are more, more wars created because of God and business. They go hand in hand. Ever notice that business literally leans upon the issue of God and religion? Like, Nah, I never look- looked at it like that. I always looked at churches just being its own entity that owns is basically like the head of head of the snake, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like I never, to be honest, religion scares me. It it's the practice that has shifted the minds of the masses, and it's also confused a lot of the individuals out here today too. Just because of the things that they say, all those chapters of books that they use, and they take more of a more of a central focus toward than you know just the premise of the book in itself it and it kind of scares me that people are so separated with this that they would be so happy to look at baptism or baptist yo who's got the music in the background oh i'm in a mexican uh <laughs> i'm at a mexican market hold on let me go in my car getting some barbecue mexican style barbecue ribs so oh you about to chow hey. down <laughs> yes, I am. Tastes so good, make you want to slap your mama. Don't it, Willie? Yeah, boy. Hey, mama. What the hell you want, Willie? Um, there's an article that I kind of looked into. It said 10 predictions about the future church and the shifting attendance patterns. It kind of struck me a little bit. And then it said in here, um, 
I think we've changed. I think the change we're seeing around us might one day be viewed as on the same level as what happened to the church after Constantine's conversion or after the invention of the printing press. Whatever the change looks like when it's done, it will register as a seismic shift from what we've known. And when I read that, what do we know? What have we known? I mean, I used to see my mother in the church, you know, doing her balancing her checkbook checkbook and you know we we pay our ties and then after that it's sit up stand down because she was born you know a form of catholic which is episcopalian yeah and i know episcopalian, she, you know we went there we were sitting in church sit down kneel stand up sit down kneel and then i'm like man there's got to be something more to it so when we moved out to georgia she shifted from what she grew up knowing into you know tried the baptist tried the Methodist, oh. but then she went to go find something else, just maybe a non-denominational church, just to see if she can find some relativity to it. But then she went back to the Methodist. So it kind of just asked me, what are we looking for? How can we find answers in a book that has been rewritten, uh, reevaluated, altered, republished, and then mass marketed? Yes. Yeah. How many different versions of the Bible are published right now? Question, question of the day of the day. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we hit the question of the day. And with that, I want you to think about it. I want you to try to understand it. Maybe you'll find some time in your day to do some research, just a quick little search, and don't use Google. Don't use Google. A motherfucker gonna lie to you, I promise you. But we're beyond that. We're here at the No Show Steady, ready to kick off things just right. Got a conversation with Jason B. and I. It is about to get really interesting. It's about to get really interesting. We're not here to disrespect anybody. We're not here to cause any alarm. We're just here to pose a perception. You know what I'm saying? Without attacking somebody directly. But now... Our main idea of this topic is just to understand between God and the Matrix. What are we living in, man? Because obviously, just knowing what the discussion gets into, you'll see here in a little bit. It's a real, real puzzle. But as the show moves on and grooves on, I want to marinate your mind like some freshly cooked, grilled food. I want you to marinate on this question. How many different versions of the Bible exist? Think about that. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to hit you right back into the show. Stay tuned for more. goes down at the theater. Here I go. Uh, there's over a hundred different types of the Bible printed worldwide. Over a hundred types. And a lot of them over. have similar messages and some have 
no correlating messages. Like you have Greek Orthodox, like take a Greek Orthodox and a Russian Orthodox. They're going to believe in a lot of the similar shit. It's, it's insanity. For example, the Pentecostals believe in talking in tongues. Like everyone has that talent, right? And some people call it that the spiritual gift. And I believe some people are just on fucking adrenaline, just jumping, hopping and hula and all around. Like it's like they're feeling it because they're letting their emotions out and they feel like that's a connection for them and God. That's fine. I'm not here to judge them, but it's when they go and tell you, you could, you have to do the same thing to be saved or to live or to be fruitful. But yet they tell you you're a sinner and you never can escape out of it. And you're never going to be good enough. But the only one that ever was good enough was Jesus Christ. Christ himself. I mean, I even find that story a little bit far-fetched, bro. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But <laughs> that's what happens. It does happen. There's all other narratives to tell about this. Now, correlate that with the Matrix movies. Neo was allegedly kind of like the rebel. He was kind of like almost a messiah. He was the one that was going to help fight the, the machine that is oppressed and impressed man to prescribe and subscribe. He was going to be the one that was going to be the difference, you know? So it's still preaching a one followership monopoly, like do as I say, be my slave or be my tool in my machine to do my bidding. Now people talk about mm -hmm. conspiracy theories talk about the aliens but getting back to religion it's like how many different denominations are preaching the same thing